Welcome back, conscious listeners, for another week of Listen Carefully. Today, I want to lean into this idea that there is no such thing as an adult, but rather that we are all inner children and in different stages of our development. It's kind of like the way that it takes all stages of development for us to all coexist, right? People are babies, people are toddlers, they're adolescents, they're teenagers, they're adults in this range and stage of development. But the reality is, is that with the Swiss cheese model of development, it becomes kind of this way for us to sort of see each other in more of a open lens, right? If I'm always saying that I'm an adult and I'm coming from this place of I know everything, then there's not really a lot of room for me to grow and make mistakes and learn and mess up. And like, that's what's wrong in general. There is not enough room for children to make mistakes and mess up and still feel worthy in their identity. And I think that if we grant that permission to everyone along the whole stage of development, and we can see each other all as inner children, just trying to find our way to peace and serenity and communication and just feeling that connectedness and that community feel like it'll be easier to have that compassion and lend that consideration for ourselves too, for when we hold ourselves to a higher standard. And when it's because when it like, I guess when it starts with children and we have this idea that they should already have it all figured out, what we're really saying is that I'm not okay if I don't have it all figured out. I'm not going to be like okay with myself if I say that I don't know or if I show up without the right answer. And a big teacher with this is nature. I think so much so that there are cycles in nature and there are always you know, phases of wins and losses, or even just like having resources and not like there are times in cycles in nature where resources become more scarce, right? The leaves fall off the trees, but the, the rooted nervous system of the tree trusts and knows that in the next season, it will have the bloom again, right? It has to shed, it has to die in order for it to bloom again, right? Death and rebirth must coexist. So why is it that we hold ourselves to a higher standard? What makes us so special where we have to be perfect all the time and never mess up and never, you know, quote unquote, shut our leaves. It's ridiculous. And it's harmful when we put ourselves at that standard, because what it does is it teaches others that it's, you know, proper for them to hold themselves to an unrealistic expectation as well. So giving ourselves grace, leaning into those feelings of discomfort where it doesn't always go our way is what's going to help us in our evolution and in our process. I was playing a game with one of my clients today and it was all about teamwork and it was all about you know, strategy, strategizing, but also utilizing what we had to make the most of our current situation. And a lot of it was chance. A lot of it was um, spinning the wheel 
And as much as we could hope and pray and wish and intend, there was this really big aspect that we had to surrender all components of control, even when the mind was convincing that actually we had some type of control, right? And that's just a protective mechanism for the brain. If the brain can convince me that I might have some power over it, then I believe or perceive I won't have to have feelings that come with it, right? So this game came with a bunch of swings, a lot of roller coaster vibes, a lot of high highs and low lows. And I was just trying to find the balance. I was just trying to find my middle ground. I was just trying to regulate my nervous system in a way that felt like I could handle whatever was coming next. And as the game went on and as time went on, I learned that, okay, I can handle when all of my acorns get taken away, right? It was a squirrel game. So that's my resource. That's my survival. And I get to learn how to strategize, but also embrace what I have and lean into the other trunks that were involved in this game, for example. And it's also a game that like teaches you that you don't have to be the best to win. You get to actually share to win, which think about how much we teach this in the world and how much I kind of wish we did, right? Like we're all just individually climbing to the top and we're all individually on our path. But what if we learned that pulling each other up together actually got us further, right? We see certain examples of this, but it's not taught in school as much. Like what really if, you know, what would be some examples of this where we align with others, we trust that others are gonna provide and be able to set themselves up as well for a collective success, right? That's where, that's where we're kind of lacking in this society and in this structure. We don't have so much trust. We don't have so much surrender, right? We would rather be operated by control and certainty and knowingness and predictability and patterns, right? And trends and measuring objective success, right? And those are all great things. But what I'm mentioning is that we could use a little more practice with surrender, with trust, right? If I, you know, embrace everything that I have now and I treat it with love and respect and, um, and I don't run it to the ground, like maybe that teaches me that the next opportunity for me will arrive in due timing, right? It's almost like if I focus on where I'm at and what I have now, that's actually going to be the ticket in the, in the path to what's next for me versus this like mindset that we have. I've seen it collectively where we think everything's disposable and we treat everything, we run it down into the ground and we take the path to burnout or whatever it is, but we don't really have to do that to be led to our next steps. We don't have to be under-resourced or underutilizing the things that we have. What we need to do is realize what, like what we can be creative with by using what we have in order to propel ourselves to that next level. So I'm curious about your thoughts on that. I'm curious about how you feel about your own personal relationship to power and control 
and to trust. Is trust something that sounds like out there? Is it something that you practice communicating? Is it something that's in your daily ritual or in your daily action? Like what? I want you to tune in. What is your relationship to trust? Does it feel like it's powerful? Does it feel like it's far out? You know, like what? For me, it feels like we talk about it a lot. We talk about it more than we practice it, right? When we trust and we take action toward trust, there's a lot of waiting. There can be a lot of surrendering. There can be a lot of required feelings. Um, So it all just depends. It all really depends on where you're coming from with this. So I'd love to hear, and I'd love to know what you experience with trust. And then I also want you to um, just touch in on and track for yourself on what that statement of we're all just inner children means to you. Do you have a relationship with your inner child or your inner children at different stages of development? Like you may have like many different inner children living inside of you that experience the world like from an adverse standpoint that um, has something to teach you and show you, right? Like, do you notice your um, edges and do you notice where your tolerance is lower? Um, Do you notice your tells of what might influence or impact you on certain days or certain cycles or different rhythms in your life, right? Tune in. I want to know if that's something you've ever considered of, oh, maybe we're all just inner children, just guiding ourselves and meeting ourselves and learning deeper about ourselves. Because this is also what tends to happen when we're growing up, we're told and taught all of these things more than we are told and taught to go within and trust our intuition. Imagine a world where children were leading themselves, right? Or children were leading or children were prompted to trust the inner knowing and prompted to um, really embrace their inner gifts and their natural abilities. I, I find so often that adults Um, inadvertently and of course not intentionally but project their fears onto their kids in effort to try to help their kids not experience the same fears but unconsciously you know out of their own fear they try to protect and it doesn't actually end up working out in their favor so yeah be gentle on yourselves notice where this is happening for you but neutrally without judging yourself without trying to change it just see where you are now and see if that resonates. If it doesn't resonate for you, if you don't think that um, you're an inner child, then what's the alternative? What do you believe, right? I want you to challenge your beliefs. And when you get familiar with your unique inner, you know, neutral space, then you can navigate your process with more ease. And you can also become your own inner witness and you get to like prove to yourself time and time again what happens and what comes through and just the energetics that live within that so yeah we're all just in our children and we're all just trying to survive and then thrive 
and then lead ourselves, right? That's all we really want. That's all we really need, you know? We just want to lead ourselves and find what works. And it's not always going to resonate with the next person. We get to be radical individuals and we get to wildly embrace what we have to offer because that's what the world needs. The world needs us to be in our power, showing up different than the next person. That's where the value is. If we were all the same, we wouldn't have much to learn. If we were all trying to be like the next person, it just wouldn't work and it doesn't, right? So embrace your uniqueness, lean into your gifts, show up for yourself because that's what really matters. Set boundaries for yourself. Find out where you're stretching yourself and where you're spending your time where it's not actually in alignment for your highest good. And take care of nurturing that inner peace. No one's going to do it except for you. And you mostly deserve it. You most, you most deserve it. What I'm saying is you deserve that inner tending from yourself. You deserve yourself the most. That is what I'm intending to say. So lean into yourself. Not everyone's going to provide that for you. You get to provide that for you. Not everybody's going to know your deepest wants and desires and the ways that you receive and enjoy life. You get to know that about you. And you get to share where it feels right. You get to share where it seems fit. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I encourage you to tune in word. And I will see you next time. Take good care.